Alexi Nazem, thank you for joining the THA Solutions Podcast. We're really excited about not only you being on this podcast to talk today and give us a little bit more insight straight from the horse's mouth about what Nomad Health does, but more importantly, the, the partnership that THA has with Nomad that has really been benefiting our Texas hospitals. You've been part of that family of companies that THA has endorsed since uh, summer of 2017 now, and uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks, Lance. It's really great to be on the podcast, and even more importantly, to uh, to be your partner. It's been awesome working with THA Solutions, and uh, uh, looking forward to a long, long, long relationship. Yeah, we you know we had an opportunity at THA to expand our portfolio of, of companies that we have endorsed, and we were looking particularly in the area of uh, locum tenens and the challenges that hospitals face in being able to a quickly onboard a physician to fill a specific temporary need, but then also um, the the costs that are associated with that have become astronomical, and then the amount of time it takes to get them onboarded. And so we actually did some um, kind of some market surveillance and found that you guys had really just emerged in the market and have since really gone into the, the nurse recruitment uh, area as well and, and being able to also do some perm placement on physicians. But tell me a little bit about kind of your background and what it is that made you realize there was an opportunity for what you do at Nomad to become real. Very simply, we built a marketplace for healthcare jobs. So doctors can post their profiles, nurses can post their profiles, say what they want to do, what they're qualified to do. And healthcare facilities on the other side can post their job opportunities um, and what they're looking for. We make automatic matches and then we help consummate the transaction. So uh, whether it's locums, travel nurses, whatever. Um, So we make it basically click to hire or click to take a job. I'm a physician myself, so are my co-founders. And we all experienced one side of this problem, which is the complete inefficiency of the recruiting process in healthcare, regardless of whether it's for full-time positions or locums positions or anything else. Um, it's relatively antiquated. Uh, there's a lot of fragmentation. There's no real simple, easy, single location for a doctor like myself to go and see where he or she could work, um, what what kind of jobs are available given the skill sets that we have. I mean, I know that there's a shortage of clinicians and that I, I should be theoretically in demand, but it's really hard for me to find out exactly what I can do and where. Um, and so that was one real problem. And the other real problem was that even once I raised my hand and said, okay, I'm interested in this job or that job, it was really challenging to actually partake in the process. So a lot of phone calls, a lot of faxes, a lot of paper documents. Um, It just didn't bear any similarity to any of the other convenient, complicated practices that I have to do in the rest of my life, whether it's, you know, booking a flight or, um, you know, a, a vacation rental through Airbnb or something like that. Those are complex transactions, but they're pretty easy to do with the advent of modern technology. And the absence of that in in healthcare was so frustrating. And that's just the clinician side. I'm, uh, I'm sure most of the listeners on this podcast know that it's equally, if not more frustrating on the on the facility side trying to staff. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's an important uh, distinction to make it, it, that, you know, system wide. I mean, the industry wide, it's it's a challenge no matter what hospital, what hospital system you work in. 
um, to be able to find the kind of talent, the person that fits the right culture and um, bring them in to, to address your needs. I guess, what are some of the unexpected um, outcomes that you've uh, run into just in the marketplace? And the, I guess the additional opportunities, because you've got a pretty simple equation for the problem you wanted to solve, um, but um, nothing's ever simple. So what yeah. else is what else That is true. Was surprising. Well, so, I mean, there's nothing but surprises when you're starting a company. And so it's been a really exciting ride. What's been surprising has been that in a market where there is uh, a real shortage, as I mentioned, of clinicians, um, we thought it was going to be incredibly difficult to uh, find and recruit uh, clinicians, doctors, nurses. They are the scarce resource in this market. What was amazing is that they have just come out of the woodwork. Tens of thousands of doctors and nurses have signed up to Nomad, said they were looking for work through us. Um, and that's amazing. And it's really that we just untapped, we, we just tapped this untapped uh, vein of interest and energy. There was just no outlet for these people to uh, find a way, you know, find a um, find work online and do it in a much more convenient way. So big yeah. surprise number two is a sort of like on the, I guess I, in retrospect, not that surprising, but it's been amazing that even though we offer a better mousetrap, you know, the fact that it's easier to hire, easier to take a job, lower cost, all tech, you know, much better process. It has taken a lot to change the behavior of um, uh, the recruiting side of the equation, the healthcare employers. Um, there's a lot of inertia in process and trying to um, get people to do things a different way, even if it's better, is hard. Healthcare, and I say this quite frequently, and I know you'll have some Silicon Valley involvement, but healthcare innovation and healthcare disruption and, and creating that transformation inside of healthcare isn't like Silicon Valley investments uh, because they don't just get a good idea and it take off. Healthcare is designed to slowly but and surely methodically analyze. Uh, opportunities for disruption. So it's not really, it's, it is seen as an industry that's a slow moving ship to turn. Yeah. However, that's purpose driven because when you move too fast, you end up in an environment um, and we've got some really specific recent cases in the healthcare uh, arena that have been really bad fraudulent investments. Yeah. Um, but when you do that, patients, patients die and patients yeah. are harmed. And I, I think that it's a, it's actually a, a great thing to see that uh, it, it, some of these, Really innovative companies like yours do get a full kind of analysis. What I do enjoy, though, is watching that light bulb turn on when the yeah. when these when our teams can see, oh wow, this is a major major opportunity for us. So, um, well, tell me a little bit about, you know, it's one. What is the secret to that sauce? That I'm a, a recruiter, or I am I'm a chief operations officer at a facility, and I'm going into the portal because I have a specific set of needs. We've already got our agreement moving ahead, and and what is it that allows me to kind? Of, how, how do I move faster than maybe with a traditional agency? Sure. Um, so. Is a, um, a couple of things, and I'd also love it, uh, in a moment to circle back to your, your point about innovation in, in healthcare, because that's like a really interesting topic. But uh, specifically to the, the question you just asked, I mean, the way that Nomad works is that we are trying to step out of the way. We're not trying to be a third-party recruiter. Um, we're trying to replace the functions of a, a, a traditional staffing agency with technology. 
And what that really necessitates is transparency. So we are not withholding any information about um, either side of the transaction. So a doctor uh, can see all of the specifics about the jobs that are available. Um, you know, what for a locum's job, what's the pay rate? Where is it? What's the shift? What am I going to do? What's the nature of the facility? What's the location? You know, there's no secrets there. And that allows that doctor to make better decisions. Similarly, on the recruiting side, on the, on the facility side, uh, you know, they're able to see information about doctors who raise their hands and say, I want to do this job. They can see, um, you know, where did they train? What's their specialty? Do they have any, you know, sort of like um, issues in their background, all that kind of stuff. And so it, basically by putting all that information out there on the table, we're allowing both sides to make better decisions. Uh, and more quickly, you don't have to play a game of telephone uh, where all this stuff has to be filtered through a third party. Um, we allow both sides to search for each out to each other and nomad also does automatic matching so um you know i think all of that makes for for faster better decisions um and then on the back end of all of this stuff you know once you want to move forward it's uh it's again all tech enabled so let's say you want to make an offer to a locum well you just click a, a button on our site and say make offer and that is a lot easier than you know, sending an email to a recruiter who then puts a package together to a, uh, you know, to the locum and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have to negotiate all that kind of stuff. Uh, we try to make it a lot, um, a lot simpler by stripping out the unnecessary steps. That's, I mean, in this day and age, it's more important than ever. And, and let me kind of frame it even more specifically as to why, because everybody's looking for efficiencies. Everybody's looking for kind of that easy button. However, with market consolidation that's occurred in hospitals, more and more executives are being, or more, fewer and fewer executives, I should say, are being asked to do more and more and more. Yeah. And that responsibility level and the need to move quickly and the need to be able to, to be agile is significant. And so um, I know everybody is kind of in search for what those opportunities look like. Yeah, that's actually probably a really good thing for the healthcare system. I think one of the reasons that it's been slow moving um, to adopt new uh, new technologies, new innovations, um, has been that most health systems are not corporations. They're really federations. There's just like a bunch of distributed decision making. Um, left hand often doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And so, um, you know, it's hard to push through new things. But as you say, you know, there's a lot more consolidation, both of actual facilities, but even more importantly, of roles and responsibilities. And so we're starting to see great things happen, which is, People are saying, oh, my gosh, the way we do this doesn't make a lot of sense. And I also don't have a lot of time to figure out how to do this. I'm looking for a better tool. So that's good for the health system. It's good for Nomad. It's good for all parties involved. I think you put a, a fine point on, on the point I was attempting to make, and that is our hospitals are all searching for the promise of scale that was supposed to come with this M&A activity. And I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but I think that for that to actually happen, the operations are going to have to be responsive to kind of this new yeah. organizational design. And, and, and I think you, you put it well, because um, those, those efficiencies are going to be hard to identify, especially when you're having to bring in uh, to what once was independent systems now merge them together and, and kind of do that three-legged race uh, to yeah. get to the finish line. That's yeah. been promised. So, and I think those are good. And, and again, we'll more and more identify, I think those operational kind of uh, innovations and solutions. Now there was one aspect that I think is unique and uh, is, is a distinction for you guys. And, and it's easy to kind of move past it and forget 
but that's in a lot of that onboarding process and this could get hidden in there but how do you with all of the the, the things that usually make that transaction slow um for example uh the med mal insurance how, mm-hmm. how how do you how did you approach that part of it that you knew was going to be um kind of arduous how, how did you how did how does a nomad address that kind of stuff sure yeah so a couple of things there so the, the first thing is, is that we wanted to address the hardest part of the, the problem, the, where we could deliver the most value, and that's helping find the right clinician for the role. And so we wanted to at least start at the top of that stack and focus on that. And that means that we deliver a great clinician to the front door of the hospital. Um, we'd like over time to push our way into the front door of the, beyond the front door of the hospital. So help with some of those other, those other steps. So for example, credentialing, onboarding, enrollment, that kind of stuff. Um, and we certainly have the technology to do that, but it's a question of trust, right? I mean, we have to earn the trust of our partners uh, to say, when we credential a doctor, it's just as good as if your MSO did it. And so we're getting there with some of our clients and we hope to get there with all of them over time. Um, so uh, it's, a, it's a question of, uh, you know, if you deliver value, you earn the right to deliver more types of value. Um, on the MedMal thing specifically, we thought that that's a, 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 you know, a headache that people at uh, health systems don't want to have to deal with. So we send all of our, um, our locums um, and all of our traveling nurses with uh, you know, best-in-class health, ins- um, excuse me, uh, best-in-class uh, medical malpractice insurance. We worked uh, to build a creative product with uh, with our insurers, um, and we're able to gather in- all the necessary information to underwrite those um, those policies. Um, you know, without the need to involve anybody, uh, you know, outside of um, outside of the uh, the transaction. So it's a sort of like uh, seamless, invisible. Um, you know, click of a button type of uh, medical malpractice situation, which you're right, it's important. Uh, you don't think about it. It's like the plumbing, but without it, you know, <laughs> uh, we couldn't do what we're doing. Well, I think, I think you're absolutely right. And, 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 you know, great ideas are kind of the easy part. It's, it's really realizing the road bumps or the roadblocks along the way, like y'all did um, with the, the insurance to say, okay, we're going to identify that this is going to be a tough part. How do we smooth this out and, and being able to put that deal together on the back end um, to, to make it smoother for the hospital and make it smoother for the physician is really uh, incredible. That's just one example of what will have to what has happened in multiple cases, you know, along the way already and what will have to continue to happen. It's building really great partnerships so that a we're not reinventing the wheel. And B, that we can get much further, much faster. So partnering with a medical malpractice insurer makes a lot of sense because we can make a creative new product. Uh, Partnering with a hospital to do credentialing better makes a lot of sense because we can make a creative new credentialing system um, that's good, that's better for for both parties. Partnering with THA uh, makes a lot of sense because you know, we don't want to uh, reinvent the wheel. I mean, I think that partnerships are really, 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 really important in this business, specifically in, in, in what I mean is in healthcare, because it is a complex environment. And the only way to actually get to better solutions quickly and sort of sidestep some of the, um, the sort of like inertia and the complexity that we talked about a moment ago, um, you, you just got to, you know, play at that high level. And so that's what we're really eager to do. Well, so speaking of uh, so speaking of things being good ideas and then uh, being able to execute on them, what what are some of the places and I uh, that 
you've had some challenges that a hospital brought to you that you guys are, feel proud of? What, what are some of those examples on at the end of the day, you were able to solve this issue and, and what is it that you, you guys kind of wear on your sleeve as a point of pride um, in terms of the, the service that you guys have been building? Well, I think generally speaking, it has been really awesome to uh, deliver you know, great talent to the bedside. Um, I can't tell you how many times um, hospitals, clinics have come to us and said, you know, Dr. So-and-so is fantastic or nurse so-and-so is just the best nurse we've had. Or, you know, we've even gotten um, notes, you know, like handwritten notes from, you know, the trauma surgeon who was working with our trauma nurse uh, and said that she's the, you know, epitome of, uh, you know, uh, ease under pressure, uh, grace under pressure and a great nurse. I mean, that is the best, the best feeling, the thing that we, as you call the point of pride that we wear on our, on our sleeve as a point of pride. Um, and then also helping out with very specific challenges. Um, you know, as you all well know, uh, staffing in, in rural locations is really challenging. Actually, one of the, one of our great success stories is right in Texas. There's, um, um, a facility called uh, in, in Pampa, Texas, right in the panhandle, who's hired um, over a dozen locums and permanent doctors um, from Nomad. Um, and I think that's a, it's just a real testament to what a, uh, a good, uh, what a good technology can do with a good system partner. And, um, you know, we're hoping to replicate that all over the place. Um, and, um, those are the things that we're really proud of. At the end of the day, we're going to build beautiful technology and all that kind of stuff, but it's all about getting, you know, uh, great docs, great nurses at the bedside. And that's what, you know, that's what we live for. I think Pampa is a great example. Being able to bring that, that nomad solution to, to them, um, as well as the larger scale hospitals, I think is, is, uh, is a great testament um, to, to what you guys are, are doing. And we have had some great uh, momentum in Texas. If you look at um, the last year of activity, and if you look at uh, how uh, the the health share board responded to your presentation uh, at uh, uh, a year ago, it's been a, a great success. So we're looking forward to to seeing some more growth and uh, what you guys are doing to solve some some unique challenges. Yeah. That exist. Yeah. No, we're looking forward to the continued partnership. And as I said, I think partnership is what's going to propel us to the to the next level. I think there was a a gap in the market, and we built the technology to to fill that gap. But for it to actually continue to grow to that next level, and for us to de deliver really outsized value, um, we are eager to uh, partner with um, THA, its its uh, colleagues across the nation, but also very specifically your constituent members. Um, and that's the only way to really make anything happen in healthcare. What else is there that you think that Texas hospitals and, and the leaders need to, to know about what Nomad is doing, um, uh, whether it's relative to, to our partnership or uh, what, what's going on um, with Nomad? Sure. Um, so I think we've grown a ton in, um, since the partnership started. Um, so Nomad is now um, staffing doctors and nurses. Um, we are a JCO certified staffing agency. Um, so we follow all the best practices of the industry. Um, we have uh, over 60,000 clinicians uh, looking for work through our platform. Um, and we are ready, willing, and able to um, uh, to engage with uh, with everyone. Um, 
on uh, on helping them with their doctor and nurse staffing needs. I think even more importantly, um, we are looking to be told what doesn't work, um, either through Nomad or even better through the entire system. What are the pain points um, in um, in staffing your facility? Um, we're here to solve that problem. That's what this whole company is about. We have an opinion on what we think will work, but we are not nearly as smart on it as you are who are on the front line. So um, that's that's what's happening with Nomad. We continue to grow and adapt, and we need input from um, from the front line to make sure this is the, the best bang staffing product out there. Well, that's great, and I think y'all are on the way to doing that. And I know just from the responses that we get from our hospital members that uh, you're doing really well in the way went the right path and getting you guys into the, the portfolio of endorsements. But Alexi, I really appreciate you being um, on the podcast today. It's uh, developing and going well as we develop an audience, but we know that we'll do that more and more as we continue to feature just uh, great partners like you that are, are disruptive in healthcare and, and really trying to, to do more um, uh, in alignment with what our, our hospital leaders are really setting out to do every day, and that's to provide more efficient um, care and, and services to the, the patients that are really depending on them for uh, their health care needs. Well, thank you, Lance. This has been um, really fun, and, and thank you also for your partnership. Well, we appreciate it, and we will talk to you again next time. Thanks a lot, Alexi. Thank you. One of the best ways to engage THA period is really through the regional executives. We've got four of them throughout the state. I, I can't think of a single CEO that we have in the state that doesn't know their regional executive or have a really good uh, relationship established with them. Um, and really, it's a great way to stay connected with THA. So they can do it that way. And then also, you know, you got THA.org and just reaching out and making that connection um, to anyone, uh, in, anybody there through the website, giving us a call directly. Mm-hmm.